welcome back to Conversations with Clear Bell. I hope that you've all had a lovely summer. It definitely has got that back to school feeling here in the office with everybody well rested and raring to go. The September episode is being passed over to our Head of Research, Darren Yates, and our Head of Asset Management and ESG, Don Moore. With the industrial and logistics sector clearly outperforming in recent years, Darren and Dom discuss whether the party is over or whether this sector will continue to outperform. So over to you, Darren and Dom. So Dom, um, as someone who spent much of his research career focused on retail, um, I've seen a massive change around in the fortunes of, of retail and industrial. And I remember years ago, uh, particularly in the run-up to the GFC, people used to come up to me and say how lucky I was to be covering retail. Then about five years ago, everyone was telling me that, that retail was a busted flush. Well, uh, you're right, Darren. Um, I mean, logistics used to be seen as kind of slightly boring and moribund sector, uh, high yielding, not great assets, low rents, not great rental growth. But um, it's all completely changed, and what what a uh, what a what a change it's been, uh, and very different to the to the dynamic retail sector, as you mentioned. Uh, we've now had a complete shift of the distribution of goods and services, as as, as has been well documented. And the UK, along with the US and a handful of other countries, has led the way and now is one of the world's most advanced online retail markets. Um, and I guess the pandemic um, benefited the already strong growth in online, uh, with everyone being told to stay at home and all that. Uh, online grocery sales shot through the roof. Um, I see that since the economy reopened and we're all back to work, online sales have actually eased back to around 25% of overall sales, um, but they're still higher than pre-pandemic and, and expected to, to grow further. And uh, the effect of that, of course, has been that logistics property has seen a significant rise in capital values on the, on the back of strong yield compression. And that growth has been hugely driven by the tech that we all hold in our hand. It is now so easy to order goods through your phone and also trust that it will be delivered promptly. And that has completely changed our perception of industrialists and asset class. As a result of that ease to market for online goods, um, the sector has been the star performer of the commercial property market and has delivered huge returns over 30% over the last couple of years. And rental growth has been running at double digits in most locations. It is an extraordinary structural shift, and it's happened so fast, really, which I think reflects the uh, the, the amazing advancement we've had in, in technology around us. So with my researcher's hat on, though, Dom, um, I guess there comes a point where a sector can't keep delivering these stellar returns. And there's been a, a lot of recent comments about this run of good form coming to an end. So I, I guess the, the $6 million question is, Dom, is the party over for logistics? I don't think the party is over, but I think the music might have been turned down a couple of notches. Uh, and it's getting slightly more difficult to unlock value in the logistics sector. Uh, and to do that, from our point of view, we've actually developed two strategies going forward. Now, the first is something that we have done before, and that is to aggregate a portfolio of smaller development sites uh, where there is generally less competition. And this is an initiative that we've labelled Project Tudor, and we did have a previous project called Project Richard, which we're on site with a, with a, with a, with a site at the moment. 
And we were using our experience gained from logistics development in our previous funds, um, which which has delivered good returns to unlock those sites uh, and really to work quite hard with with local um, surveyors and local real estate professionals to to, to find those sites that, that can prevent those development opportunities. The second part of our strategy um, is, is to opportunistically acquire warehouses at below replacement cost if we possibly can. And that's an initiative we've called Project Carter. Now, this is a more defensive strategy in a part of the market which has more limited competing supply and offers more affordable rents. And we've also targeted locations such as the Midlands and Northwest, where there is a strong labour pool, which is incredibly important uh, to the occupiers. It also allows us to refurbish units to maximise our ESG credentials and to deliver space more quickly compared with new build or build to suit options. And on the uh, energy front, Dom, um, I've been reading that uh, there have been some occupiers that have seen absolutely astronomical increase in their energy bills. Are you seeing occupiers uh, becoming more concerned about their energy costs? Uh, We definitely have, Darren. There's no question that occupiers are now looking for buildings that have very strong environmental and ESG credentials, and they're willing to pay for that as well because they see the benefit of getting the best-in-class assets for their long-term energy consumption. Uh, And just anecdotally, I heard the other day uh, of an office building whose um, utility bills have gone up 10 times from uh, from 70,000 to 700,000 per annum. So that's a major shift, and it's going to have a big impact on, on occupiers' Um, and unfortunately, probably small businesses. So there was a bit of pain to come there, unfortunately. Yeah, it's huge, isn't it? Um, And then you you talk about development as being a key part of our strategy. And on the development front, um, my reading is that development must be really tricky, given that construction costs are going up. Uh, You've got these shortages of materials and skilled people. Has that impacted on any of our projects? Um, we have. It has impacted. I think where we've been quite quite robust in our in our ability to deal with that is that we've often um, ordered materials and supplies, sometimes at risk, but ordered it very early. Particularly things like steel and cladding, we've tried to um, place orders as early as we possibly can, or as early as we feel comfortable, in order to lock in those pricing. Um, so it has been, uh, you know, a, a difficult, um, a difficult process, and of course there is a risk, as I mentioned, that with energy prices increasing, we're going to find material costs are going to further increase as that as that cost in, indirectly comes through into into pricing. Um, but another headwind that is a real um, annoyance is the planning process. Um, and for all the various ministers who have tried to streamline streamline it, it is still a deeply prolonged and frustrating process. And it does stifle supply. And this can also increase development costs significantly as you have to produce a whole, a whole um, plethora of reports um, to the planning department. I still think there's work to do there to get that process uh, more streamlined to enable good employment sites to come forward, which is you know really needed given the supply constraints in the UK at the moment. That's really interesting, Dom. And uh, from a research perspective, we think industrial is much more insulated from the expected downturn than a lot of the other sectors due to that uh, structural element of its performance. So we, we think growth in online sales is, is going to continue, albeit at a more uh, moderate pace. Um, I sense, though, that rents are getting a bit top in some locations, uh, particularly around the southeast, although we, we reckon we'll still get rental growth of 3 or 4% over the next uh, 12 months, particularly in areas where there's that um, tight supply um, that you've just described. 
Um, that's obviously below the current inflation rate, but I think it's worth remembering that over the longer term, properties delivered returns well above inflation. Um, is that a fair assessment, Dom? And are, are there any final comments you'd like to make? Yeah, I, I agree with that, Darren. I think the macroeconomic backdrop and, and rising cost of debt will provide headwinds for the investment market. Uh, but the sector remains highly investable given the demand supply dynamics. And there is prospects for rental growth. And we're still seeing rental growth in, in the majority of, of, of locations across the UK. Um, that said, I think a really key point is investors need to learn from their previous experiences and modify their strategies in order to navigate the current market uncertainties and unlock value. Be creative in your approach and don't be afraid to try something new. Thank you again for listening to Conversations with Clearbell. Don't forget that if you have a topic that you wish to be discussed or you want more information on a previous subject, you can email conversations at clearbell.com. And if you like this podcast, make sure you like and subscribe so you are notified every time an episode is released.